0: to midweek. Good to see everyone today in-house. And those of you watching online, uh, participating online, good to have you with us. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we are going to get right in to the Word of God tonight. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Father, let's pray. Father, let we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory and honor and thanksgiving for everything that you are for everything that you encompass we thank you that everything that we read in your word and all of your promises they're available you've offered those things to us and we thank you for your offer and we thank you uh, we take you up on those things (laughs) so we lean into the things that you have for us we receive them we lay hold of them Uh, in the spirit, and I thank you that it changes our natural effects. It changes our natural circumstance, environments. I thank you that it changes our natural bodies. I thank you, Father, that it changes our minds. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your word. We receive it tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On Sunday, we're going to, just to let you know, on Sunday, we're going to uh, be partaking of communion together. And I tell you this so you can prepare your hearts. And we're also going to have a, a healing service. So it will be a special time of communion and healing service. So uh, if you uh, know someone who is sick in their body, uh, that you know they're struggling with symptoms or uh, if maybe that is you come on Sunday and come uh, expecting to be healed. Amen? Because you'll get, you'll have whatever you expect. Even Jesus said that. And so uh, come on Sunday, ready for that. Prepare your heart, and we know the Lord is going to do great things. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Uh, On Wednesday evenings, we're in a series that is called Uh, prayer principles, we looked at the seven seven different types of prayer, and last week we talked about corporate prayer. Uh, We've talked about five ingredients (laughs) that we need for corporate prayer, Uh, and the list was not exhaustive by any means, but it's a good start. And so just a quick review, number one, come in faith and with expectation that you're going to get what you're praying for, Uh, Number two, cast your personal cares over to the Lord before you begin praying. Because remember, it's not about us. It's about what the Lord wants to have done. Uh, Number three, come ready to hook up. When we say hook up, we say uh, to come uh, be in one accord, uh, to be uh, connected to those around you, connected with the Spirit uh, and in unity uh, with the the leader and everybody who's in the building. Bless you. And four, be bold when you pray. And number five, uh, leave with a note of victory. Never should leave corporate prayer and tears and sad. <laughs> then I might not want to return. And so uh, always leave with joy and victory. And that joy and victory may not always be laughter. It may just be like, oh. I have a sense of peace. I feel really good. And so we go. All right. So if you missed any of these teachings or any other messages, you can go back and watch them on our website or social media pages. Take advantage of that. So this evening, let's go to Revelation, the book of Revelation, chapter one. And we're going to start here. And this may seem strange, but uh, we're going to talk about three reasons. Actually, I think I added, I think I said four reasons. I think I cheated. Um, I think I've actually put four reasons down because it was three, but I think I um, changed it. Yeah, four reasons. Four reasons why you need a prayer journal. And I know this is very elementary, it sounds, but um, you remember the Apostle John uh, in the Bible and the Apostle of Love. And the one he said that Jesus loved more than anybody. (laughs) He had a good, good thinking of himself. And uh, you remember him. And when they tried to kill him a few times and they couldn't, they exiled him to the Isle of Patmos or the Island of Patmos. And he was there and that is where he received the revelation of Jesus Christ concerning him. And so this great revelation. So if you'll look at uh, verse 19 of chapter 1, and I'm going to read it out of the message if you want to pull up the message uh, translation on you know, whatever you have there. It says, Now write down everything you see. Things that are things about to be. Now write down everything you see things that are, things about to be. Jesus is telling this to John, the Apostle John. Now if John, imagine if you will, was like many Christians, (laughs) followers of Jesus today who are very busy (laughs) or tired or uninterested or just plain lazy. (laughs) And they're like, well, I don't feel like going to get my pen. (laughs) I don't feel like going to get a paper. And they didn't write it down. Can you imagine what we would have missed? (laughs) We would miss the blessing found in the book of Revelation. It tells us in verse 1 to 3, I believe it's in verse 3, it says, blessed are those who read, (laughs) who read this revelation of Jesus and imagine if John said, "Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll write it down," and did not, <laughs> we would miss that blessing. And so I know God knew that He would write it down, that He would esteem the revelation He received, and He would record it for you and I. And so there's God is He said it through the Bible at various times he told them, write this down, (laughs) write this down. And so um, I guess tonight, because God knew he could trust John. And so I guess the question for us, can God trust you with the revelation he's imparting to you? Can he trust me with that? Uh, Imagine if the prophets like uh, Jeremiah or Isaiah, didn't write down and record the words and the prophecies that God gave them. We wouldn't have any, any words about a savior is coming. <laughs> He's going to die. He's going to be born. He's going to die. He's going to ascend. We wouldn't have that. And so it's very important that these things were recorded and God entrusted these individuals to do that. In fact, in Jeremiah chapter 30, verse two and three. Now this is again in the God's word translation. It's a different translation, but all of them say the same thing. Uh, It's the same uh, idea. Jeremiah 30, verse two and three. This is what the Lord God of Israel says. Write in a book everything that I tell you. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will bring my people Israel and Judah back from captivity. I will bring them back to the land that I gave their ancestors and they will take possession of it. Again, what if Jeremiah was too busy or too tired and he said, oh, I received the word, I'll remember it tomorrow. (laughs) I'll remember the word tomorrow. Ever been there? I've said that. Oh, this is a wonderful word, but it's 3 in the morning. <laughs> I'll remember it in the morning. And then two days later, I'm asking the Holy Spirit, please bring that back to my remembrance. Please bring it back. You know, I almost lost the song that way, you know, instead of, you know, writing it out. And I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. And I almost lost it. I had to tell I'm like, forgive me. This was something you gave me that I did not esteem. Because if I did, I would have written it down at least or recorded it, right? And so um, uh, I'm grateful for the men and women in the Bible and the men and women of all that's gone ahead of us that have written down things, prayers, words, stories, visions, prophecies, things that God gave them. Aren't you glad? Because we can see what they what they did and 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 we can learn from them and we could be encouraged and some of the things a lot of the things came to pass and we could say oh this is what the Lord said and it came to pass and so I think that's so important last week when talking about corporate prayer I said that at the end of corporate prayer we typically will go around the room and say what did you get (laughs) What did you get? We'll ask that question. And the reason for that is first to put a demand on our expectation. It's like positive pressure. (laughs) It's positive pressure. And so uh, I've been in prayer meetings in the past where there was always one or two that you knew prayer got done. Here's what I got. Here's what the Lord said. Here's the debt, the debt, you know, and it was only one or two people. And that's great. But everybody should get something when we come to corporate prayer. Everybody gets something. And so uh, I think that's important. Uh, if we come expecting and, in, and we're in one accord, everyone will get something. Everyone. Uh, asking this, you know, what did you get question encourages us also to be fully present when we pray. Anyone ever stop in the middle of your prayer and go, Was I just praying the last three minutes? (laughs) Yes, thank you for being honest because that happens to me. It happens to all of us. We're sitting there praying and we're like, uh. Just like when you're driving, that muscle memory, you're like, did I just blow by three lights? How did I get here? Because your mind was elsewhere. But you got there. But we do that when we pray if we're not intentional. And if no one's going to ask me what did I get, what's it matter if I go to Walmart for a while and pick up my grocery list you know, and think, what aisle was that in? You know, what? because c- that's what happens. Uh, the devil looks for those opportunities and our minds wander. We've all not renewed our mind to the point where it doesn't wander yet. And so that's where it takes discipline. Uh, but if we're fully present, so uh, it means to be, to, to be fully present means I'm fully engaged. I'm fully engaged. I'm here. I'm in the room and I'm not letting my mind wander, giving all of our attention to what we're praying. How many of you believe that God deserves our full undivided attention? Amen. (laughs) Out of everyone in our lives, He deserves our full undivided attention. He does. And uh, when we know we're going to be asked the question, What did you get in prayer? It can also help us to uh, stay more engaged. And I believe, I believe, this is me, it's not in the scriptures. I believe it helps us to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit and his movement, or some might call it his flow and this has helped me uh when i was a a worship leader this helped me because we know that there is a flow of the holy spirit and he flows in different ways at different times and if we're not careful uh, if we're leading, or if we're you know in the audience and we're praying uh, together corporately, we may be like, well, last week it helped when I did this, you know, you know what I mean? Like we think, well, maybe I should. But if we'll follow the flow of the Holy Spirit, and that's why it's so important to be sensitive and to okay, I'm going to be fully engaged, fully present, and and this practice of, you know, what did I get from prayer? Uh, I I would come, and I knew we're gonna be asked, right? So um, let me look around. Uh, let me not just get—you know—corporate prayer is not you go to your corner, I'll go to mine. When we finish up, you know, then I'll ask you what you got. Yeah, you know, no, corporate prayer is rivers that flow from you and you and you, and they join together, and so. As a leader, we said, as a leader, and when you're in the congregation, when you come to corporate prayer, don't just be like, you, yes, you've got to focus on what you're doing, but also look, what's God doing in the room? What's he doing in the room? Is he manifesting in the room? And doing that, as uh, when I was leading corporate prayer, I was able to watch the flow of the Spirit and learn that so as a worship leader on the platform, it helped me tremendously because I could watch and I know everybody's engaged. Or ah uh-uh, no, we're missing some folks. Let's get them back. Come on, raise your voice. You know, not to beat people over the head like, what are you doing? You're not right. You know, but just to to know the flow of the Holy Spirit, and so I think that really helps us because He flows, and to learn to navigate that flow. And so uh, it's so important. Watch the room, listen to the leader, other prayers as we pray. Uh, it's, It's a part of praying together. And it's about coming together and stepping into that flow of the Holy Spirit and making our supply. Of the Spirit available. We all have something to contribute whenever we come together. The Word of God says everyone comes together with a psalm, a hymn, remember? Uh, We may not always share that. We may not have the opportunity when we're sitting in the congregation, we may not always have the opportunity to share it, but we get that during your time of praise and worship at your seat. I sit here, I get things, I have psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And what do I do? I make melody in my heart directly to the Lord. I don't care if the congregation hears me or not. That's my time with him. You have that. We all have that. That's your time to do that. And then there are times where he says you need to verbalize that. For the congregation, there's something there that they need. And when he tugs on you to do that, that's when you do. Uh, But you've got to come with that expectation that I'm going to have something from the Lord. And I have something to contribute here. And when you hook up with him directly, vertically, it's making a supply in the house. It's making a supply. You may not be on the platform with the praise team, but you're making your supply and you're contributing to what's going on in the building. Most definitely. Glory to God. So I know the question, what did you get can scare people. (laughs) not lost on me it can scare people especially those that don't like to be in the spotlight or they don't like to talk that kind of thing so i get that but one thing i would say is the more you pray in a corporate setting the more that will begin to diminish because when you see the workings of the holy spirit when you get and step into that flow, it changes you. And, and you verbalizing what you got may be the missing piece. <laughs> they may be praying for things and they may be like, well, she may, you know, as the leader, and I'm using her as an example because of Fridays. Uh, so whoever's leading uh, can, can say, you know, we're going to pray for this country. I have it in my heart. Let's pray. And so we're all praying all for the same country, not saying the same thing. Someone's getting something over here. God's maybe having them pray for the president of the country. then someone over here is praying for the schools. And someone over here is praying for the pastors. But you're all making, you're covering that nation. Well, then afterwards, when they ask, so what did you get? Well, I don't know. This doesn't, I don't know if this matters. And you say one thing. That I got it was like so small, and they're like, "Oh, well, I got this, and you got that. That's the connection right there. Look it. We pray for every mountain of influence in that country. You never know what it is that is, but make your supply available when you can. Remember, we're coming together on March thirtieth. We're coming together, family night prayer. (laughs) So, another way that we ask that question, "What did you get?" is through a prayer journal. And if you come during the day for prayer or if you come on Fridays, you know uh, mom has the prayer journal uh, that people write out what they pray. And that stays here. It doesn't leave the church. Why? Because that is helpful to her to go back and look at. You can look at what we've prayed, you know, at any given time. We have years of journals. I have years of my journals. And you go back and look and you're like, "Oh, first of all, one thing you could see is how you've grown in prayer or how you're lacking in prayer." <laughs> you're like, "Ooh, this, this was the year I was really praying. Wow, God was giving me stuff." And then you notice, oh this year, well because I probably stopped writing down the more you write down the more you're gonna get and so uh, if you esteem those words so uh, it's a good way to gauge that it's a good way to see themes that come up it's a good way to some find their calling through their prayer journal oh wait I keep praying this out I must I gotta pray more about this here's my calling my purpose right here and so uh, it's very good to to write down uh, the prayer so Uh, A prayer journal is important for several reasons, but I'll give you four. I'll just give four. Again, it's not an exhaustive list. And we talked about this, the first two already, just just a little bit. It increases your expectation that God is going to do something during your prayer time. This will help you both personally and corporately. If you come in... church or if you are at home and you open your prayer journal and you write the date at the top (laughs) then you go okay lord (laughs) here you go let's pray (laughs) and so that to me that's how my vision board is look lord (laughs) there you go see all that stuff i'm expecting you know it's like it's a blank slate for him to do something with And so you're letting him know I esteem what you're about to give me and I know you're about to give me something. This time is not going to be in vain. It's not going to be dry. It's not going to have no utterance. It's going to have all of that. And so uh, that's to me part of that. Matthew 9, 29, it says Jesus told uh, them you will have what your faith expects and journaling your prayer will increase your expectation. I can tell you that right now it will it has for me and i know it has for many people second we also hit on this a little bit it will help you stay fully engaged praying is a spiritual thing would you agree obviously it's a spirit we god is a spirit and when we pray we pray out of our spirit but we engage our mouths our vocal cords our eyes are watching and sometimes we lift our hands we kneel we clap sometimes we uh, engage, uh, you know, by, by what we say. And any time you can engage your whole body, your whole being, it encourages more fervency. It really does. It encourages more fervency. I notice, you know, in the morning, at five, you know, or whatever, when I get up and it's chilly, and I go sit down and I put the blanket on me, <laughs> and I sit. <laughs> Right. I sit down and I put the blanket on me and I sit down and I start getting warm (laughs) and I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then I start to pray and I'm like, you know, just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. I could get real. I'm going to fall asleep. Right. I'm going to fall asleep. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to fall asleep. But if I make myself get up and, and that's a sacrifice or if, you, if you're me, it is. And so you get up if you don't like cold and you walk around and it's, I'm going to be more fervent. Because, you know, if you're fervent, it doesn't take long to pray. If you're really fervent, or you could sit there for three hours on your couch and and have less even results than praying an hour and being real fervent about it. Uh, and so uh, anytime you can engage more than just your mouth uh, do that uh, because <laughs> uh, it, it, you'll be more fervent and that's why i say if you're praying in tongues articulate your language as a prayer you should be advancing and growing it's a language you should be more fluent in it you know like if i was learning spanish i'm not But if I was learning Spanish every week, I should get better and better in it. I should be more fluent in it. And so it's a language. I should be more proficient in it. I should get more unction. And so when I do that, if I articulate my prayer language instead of just lazily say the same thing over and over again, that will also promote fervency. And so and it will help stay engaged. Journaling will do the same thing because, again, I have to write something down at the end of this <laughs> and so i don't want to make it up god knows when we're not telling the truth <laughs> right he knows and so he knows what he gives us and what he doesn't what is just us and so i think sometimes that's scary too because when you ask i mean shoot if you come and you're not in a good place and they ask you what did you get don't make it up just say listen i wasn't in a good place today <laughs> pass <laughs> pass but uh, but Take care of that before you come in the door. It should be we have something every every time. All right, so journaling uh, will also confirm in your heart that you hear from God. It will confirm that. Uh, what, you, what do you put in your prayer journal? The same thing you would say if someone asked you uh, what you got from prayer. You can record words in English, phrases, impressions, scriptures, flows of unction and demonstrations. Uh, Sometimes people see things. I I don't get that a lot, but sometimes people do, so they'll draw, and their journal is a drawing. And that's, remember, uh, Dad said he saw the street signs, right? And then he said, no limits, no limits. He saw street signs that had speed limits. And then he said he saw, take the limits off. Well, that, you'd put that in there, so you never forget. You never forget that. And so uh, whatever God gives you, that's what you want to put in there. Um, He may, again, direct uh, them to pray for a certain country or or things and uh, whatever you get concerning that. You're all praying for the same thing, uh, but uh, whatever it is. And it could be something very simple that just brings it, ties it all together. But take the time to esteem what God gave you during that time of prayer. Because if we'll be faithful in the little things, he'll give us more. Uh, I don't know how many times I've received something from the Lord, like I said earlier, and then I don't write it down. (laughs) And then a few days later, I'm repenting and asking him, please bring it back. Holy Spirit, one of your jobs is to bring it back to my remembrance. And he's faithful. He's faithful. But I want to be a good steward of the word that God has given me. We talk about being good stewards of the money. How about being good stewards of the word that he's given directly to me? Amen. And so uh, when we look back in our journal, it confirms that, yes, I do hear from God and I'm on the right track. You see things happen in real life that you wrote down. Glory to God. In your personal time, use your journal to write down what you prayed about or maybe God's direction. Uh, maybe some testimonies. Uh, at the end of the year, you can go back and see what God had been talking to you about specifically. You don't have to try to go back and think, oh, what was this year? You just have it right there. It's there for you. And and you give him glory for it. Amen. Uh, someone wrote this, and I have to agree, so I added it as number four. I, I agree with them. Uh, it will help you not talk too much about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, This is more for your personal time of prayer because when in corporate, everybody knows what everybody gets. Uh, But in your personal time of prayer, uh, there are some who just pray and the minute they get out of their prayer closet, they have to share what God told them. You know what I mean? Like he said this and this and this. And sometimes it's very personal. But if God can trust you with the information he's giving you to zip your lips, he'll give you more. Especially if you're at home praying for your pastor and he reveals something to to you about me, <laughs> right? Or if, or somebody else. And can he trust you to do that? And so if you're prone to like maybe telling people, he's going to limit what he tells you. And I, I told the Holy Spirit, you know, and it's so funny because Nancy Dufresne said the same thing. She I know Lynette Hagen said the same thing. Uh, last week at winter bible seminar when she said in the morning during prayer that there was a season in her life that she asked god to speak as loud as you can to me about these particular things anytime you have something to tell me about this particular thing i need you to speak louder than you normally would well about three weeks ago I told that to God. I was telling Eric, I said, I told him, I need you to speak as loud as you can to me regarding that. And I know that I need to learn sensitivity and this and that. But in this thing that I'm working on right now, I need to really know it's you. And he'll meet you where you are. He'll meet you where you are. And she said she did the same thing about a situation. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus, for confirmation. But because when I was praying it, I'm like, Be still and know that I'm, you know, all these scriptures are coming to me like I'm, you know, condemning myself, like you need to be still and know (laughs) that I am God and maybe shut your mouth and listen. But I really need him to warn me and to let me know ahead of time. I need to know. And so and that's something that he's working with me on in that area. But uh, if he can trust us with information, he'll give us more. And so maybe writing it down, (laughs) writing out what we're getting will help us to not say it. We'll just write it down. And I think the rule should be we should be selective who we share things with. I know mom and Joan are really close and they're, you know, best friends. And they've been praying together for over 20 years. They've been praying together for a long time. And so I know that they can share things with each other. But there are even things they don't share. There are things they don't share till she goes through the journals and she looks and goes, oh, how did she know that was happening? (laughs) God had told Joan and Joan didn't even know it was happening. And so she only knows because she goes through the journals after the fact, right? And so that is something that we can develop and grow in. And I think the more we write, the less we'll do. And the rule should be, I don't share it unless God tells me to share it. Otherwise, I don't share it. It shouldn't be. I share it unless he tells me not to. (laughs) It should be the other way around. I don't share it unless he tells me to share it. All right? So those are four reasons why I believe we all need a prayer journal. And I'll be honest with you. I don't like to write. I don't like my handwriting because every time I'm writing, it's fast, it's quick, and it's messy, I feel. So if you get a handwritten card from me, know there were probably four or five previous cards before that one. Because I will, I just don't like it. I like sitting in front of my computer, on my tablet. Things flow that way from me much easier. That's how I do my sermons. That's how I do everything I do. It just flows from me more than writing for some reason. So I use an app. I have an app called Day One app. I don't work for them, but I've done a review for them uh, on on YouTube because. I like what that app gives me. I have different journals. I have a business one, a personal one, and a prayer one. And you could change it every year. You can change the color, you could change everything. And so after I pray, I I just type you could even vocalize it, you know, verbalize it. And so it will type it for you. You can put pictures, add whatever. At the end of the year, you could send it into the company. And if you don't mind someone knowing the th- deep thoughts of yours, I don't have an interesting life, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't have anything that's uh, controversial. So I send it and they will print it and send it to you and a nice cover and everything. So now you have your prayer journal. I like doing it that way because I can also go back and search for things. God told me something about, and I could type in search and I can find it. And so it's an app I paid for it once and I have it forever. And so that I like, but I also have this guy because there are moments, oh, (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm glad I shut it this time, Eric, you'd be proud. Um, I have this one, I do have this. This was a gift from my nephew who knows I like pretty things. (laughs) And so if it looks pretty, and he gave me a really nice set of pins to go, if it looks pretty, I'll use it. And so what I have been doing is, uh, when I listen to, uh, after I get done praying, or when uh, I listen to a message, words that God has given me, I will add it in here. get something that you want to write in or if it's an app get it but whatever is gonna if I had to do this every day I can tell you right now I would not be consistent with it because some days I look at my writing and I'm like this is not a writing day <laughs> and so because I won't be able to read it next Tuesday So <laughs> what I if I had to do this every day honestly I wouldn't but because I have the app, it's at my fingertips. I can easily do it on my phone or on my app. It's much easier for me. So all I'm telling you, whatever method you choose, make sure it's something that's consistent, you can be consistent in, that you'll enjoy doing. Even if it's like little sticky notes or something, whatever you use, but esteem the word that God gives you. Um, and so I think that's, it's, it's a matter of personal preference, right? Uh, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26 says, How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. Just like in in, in a regular, any service that we come together, We may have something, even like we said, even if we're not speaking it in public, we all get something. Everyone should get something when we come together for prayer. And it's important that each prayer acknowledges what they get. It's important. Again, What you can get can be part of a bigger plan that God has for the congregation and you have your part in there. And so uh, esteem what you receive from him uh, during prayer by showing him that you can be faithful in uh, what can appear as a small thing. Writing it down can appear as a small thing. But in essence, you're writing down Uh, one of the most transformational things in your life and that is God's Word to you (laughs) transformational God's Word to you because when you're praying you're praying his heart when you're praying you're praying out your future you're praying out the plans and purposes of God you're praying out mysteries that he desires for you to know and so um, it may seem very simple when we say, here's the paper, write it down, and you're like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It can be very, or Lord, I, I got done praying. I, I gotta, Yeah, but take the time and just take that extra couple minutes and write down when it's fresh in your mind what you got. So those are the reasons why I believe <laughs> that it's important to have a prayer journal. Uh, bless the Lord. Can you do me a favor? In my office, on the table, there's a box about this big. Can you grab it and bring it out here? It's on the table. You'll see it. It's brown. I'm going to ask that you pray with us about this particular thing. And then um, we can get. Uh, let's go ahead and um, want to pass out the envelopes. If you need an envelope uh, tonight, you can just raise your hand. Bless the Lord. Thank you. It's heavy, huh? (laughs) It's heavy. It's not cake. Don't worry. All right. If you need an envelope, Mr. Ivan can serve you. Just raise your hands, and he will let you know. Um, So he'll he'll let you know. Um, Let me just take this out. All right. Okay. Um. So something that the Lord has really been really been talking to me because we can we can do things on our own. We can do things by ourselves Um, or we can do things uh, in partnership with the Holy Spirit and together with the people that he has brought to this body. And so everything we do, you're going to realize you're going to see I'm going to ask you to help me. I'm going to ask you to help us. And so um, we have never, ever done a, a, a mailing. We've never done. These, they came out good, didn't they? Yeah. And they're the big ones. That was her. Yeah. Did you see a picture in there? Yeah. yeah. Find you in there. So um, we just, we've, we've never done advertising at all for this church, ever. We've just not done it online, uh, but not to do a direct mail or anything like that. And so we uh, that was a goal that we had as a board. And so uh, the last meeting that we had, we said, okay, we're doing it within two weeks. And so uh, we were able to, we can have someone else design it, but I decided, I said, Lord, I want to design it. I want to design because when you have somebody else design it, it's their design. I said, what can we put on this card that will attract? So I want people to see you. I'm not even in here. Eric's like, you know you're not even in the pictures? I'm not. I'm not in here. And so what I did is I just took interactions, different pictures, and then the middle box says all we're missing is you. And so there's people of all different races, all of us coming together, and then all we need is you. All we're missing is you. And then on the back, it kind of tells them, uh, you know, about the church. It has a QR code they can scan, and it goes to our website. And so we're going to take this. I'm going to ask Christina to take this to the post office tomorrow and... uh, We're going to do their direct mail to about 500 families in this area in two zip codes in Dighton. Dighton has three. 02779 is another one, but it's towards Padelford, towards the Taunton uh, side. So uh, we're, we're, yeah, and that's the thing. This is the first of many and so this is the first and so we did we divided it up with uh, this zip code and we did less with this zip code because we're here we're like within the mile radius and then we did the 02764 so what I would like you to is to come into agreement with us before we send these to the post office tomorrow we're gonna stretch out our hands and we are going to pray over these they are going to get to the residents uh, that they need to get to they're not going in the trash They're going to uh, just jump out at people. And people will be the people who are supposed to come. They're going to come. And people are supposed to come. (laughs) Amen. 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 Do you believe that? People are called to this church who aren't here yet. And so I'd like you to pray with me. Uh, Let's do that together. If you can just uh, stretch your hands out here. Those of you watching online, just pray with us. Uh, Father, we thank you. We thank you for the honor. Of being a church uh, in in Dayton, I thank you for the honor that we have, the privilege that we have to be a beacon of light a place of safety and stability, a place of refuge, a place of love, a place where people could be mentored, strengthened, and impacted. I thank you, Father, for the opportunity that we have here in this town. We do not take it for granted. We do not. And so we thank you that we are called here. We've been equipped here. And Father, I thank you for the people that are in this area that are called to Father's House Family Church. Father, as we bring these cards to the mail, uh, to the uh, post office tomorrow, I just thank you, first of all, for your favor. And I thank you, Father that uh, the cards will go to the residents, and as they go, there'll be no, nothing that uh, hinders it, nothing that will uh, just uh, make them go to another area when they should go. They will reach the intended target in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that they will reach the intended target, that they'll see it, that they're going to love it. It's going to speak to them. It's going to call them. It's going to call them. And so we call them to come to Father's House Family Church. We call them to come so they can be mentored, strengthened, and impacted. We thank you, Father, so we can make an eternal impact in the lives of every single person in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. This is anointed, and we thank you for that. We thank you for that. We thank you for that. We thank you, Father God. Not one will end up in the trash. It'll be a phenomenon. <laughs> we thank you, Father, and we praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for your agreement. I thank God for that. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. So those will hopefully we'll get those out tomorrow. And uh, we'll go from there. Now, giving. <laughs> Did we? You could go ahead and collect hallelujah thank you father bless the lord okay father we thank you for the opportunity to give I thank you father that we have a church full of individuals and families who live to give (laughs) we thank you father that we enjoy it we give cheerfully we like to see your work uh, Advance your kingdom, advance on this earth. And so I thank you for every seed that is sown in every offering. I just thank you that the heart is connected to it. And you see that, you know that. And so we give you honor and glory today for everything that you're doing in our lives, especially right now because we're doing, uh, we're facilitating the offering financially. I thank you for everything you're doing financially for us this year. I thank you that our finances are coming up to another level this year. I thank you, Father God, for all of the families in this church that we are blessed and a financial breakthrough has come to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. Well, thank you very much uh, for coming. And uh, for those who have been uh, praying with us during the day, uh, you know, we we have been led to pray for Ukraine. I know uh, some individuals ask, you know, are you praying for Ukraine? Because I guess I didn't post it. They didn't know I'm not. I'm praying for Ukraine. Has to be posted (laughs) or you're not praying for Ukraine. We are praying for Ukraine. Uh, God has led us to do that. And as he leads, we will do that. And I I ask that when you do, make sure you're not begging. Make sure you're praying in faith, believing. If you don't have the faith to pray because you're like, oh, then, you know, first, maybe don't watch the news. But uh, second, don't pray. (laughs) Don't add your confusion to it. Just pray. And there are so many wonderful testimonies. So many wonderful testimonies. I know we're seeing some of the opposite stuff and hearing the opposite, but there are some glorious testimonies happening all throughout Ukraine, even in the big cities. And so we thank God for it. We stay in faith and we surround them with faith and love. Amen. What a president. What an awesome president. Glory to God. Thank you for coming. Thank you for those who participated online. Thank you for making your supply available. We'll see you soon. God bless you. You're just